This is Almost 107, a Fanshawe College Journalism student podcast. Get real. The COVID-19 pandemic and the changes it's brought with it have been mired in controversy, with cases like some choosing not to vaccinate and some spreading misinformation about vaccines along with masks, with some fighting mask mandates throughout the pandemic. In general, COVID-19 has been a hot topic issue for years now, with most mask and vaccination mandates now being lifted across Canada, some were surprised by Western University keeping their mask mandates in place inside classrooms and requiring students get a booster for the school year. Most Western students have complied with new policy, excluding some exceptions. Uh, do I have permission to use this interview for my broadcast? Yeah, go ahead, man. Perfect. What's your first name? Dylan. Dylan, what are your thoughts on the vaccine mandate here? Are you for or against it? Kind of indifferent. I think it probably should be up to individual choice. I am glad they moved it so that people can get the new vaccine, because before it was they were kind of making it so you had to get the old, outdated vaccine. But... I don't know, I do think it probably should be kind of left up to the individual. Including five Western students who want their voices heard and believe the vaccination policy is a violation of theirs and other students' privacy. I had the chance to talk to those students' lawyer while also talking with Western students in general and getting their thoughts on the mandates in place at Western. I also look further at the case and what the future of it may hold and the legal proceedings following it and other similar cases. Devoting most of my time to civil liberties issues and that uh, as of course COVID has filled our landscape. Welcome, I'm Avery Marash. When I talked with Western students on campus, most sided with Western. I was able to hear some of their thoughts and opinions on the mandate and why they agreed with that. What are your thoughts on the vaccine mandate? Are you for or against it? Personally, I'm for it. Um, if it, you know, guarantees the safety of students and everyone, then I'm for it, you know. So, yeah, I don't really mind it. Uh, are you for or against the mandate? Yes, I'm for. Well, vaccine has been working for years in, in terms of... Um, immunizing our body and protecting us from other parasites which shouldn't be included in our body system and it protects us so it's safer for us to be in the environment for i mean like it's good to take a precaution so why not what are your thoughts on the uh, western's uh, vaccine mandate um i think it's important i mean my mother has been a nurse for over 10 years um, especially being in the up north in the Northwest Territories for, you know, my whole life and being revolved around really tight knit and small communities um, with really important people, important indigenous elders trying to protect them, um, you know, is something that was very vital to our mandates where I'm from. So, I mean, I think it's just as critical here. Um, you know, keeping young people protected as well. I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm quad vaxxed right now. It just gives you peace of mind knowing that you can take your mask off in a non-socially distant, like, environment, knowing that there's going to be people that aren't, like, you know, susceptible to giving you COVID. So I'm okay with it. All right. So I think it's important and it's essential for everyone to get vaccinated because you can't apply my body, my choice here. You have a social responsibility to ensure everyone's safety to your best potential. And I think vaccines should definitely be mandatory. It's... It's scientific and it's proven and it's for everyone's safety. And we being 18, 19 year olds are in no position to challenge something that's for everyone's safety.
Some students had a more nuanced and middle-of-the-road opinion towards the vaccine mandate. Honestly, I see where they're coming from. Um, I understand their intent, but given that students, they meet up after school or like, you know, in lounges and stuff, like masks are not really mandatory. I don't think it's um, that effective in terms of just only implementing it in classrooms. I got all the vaccines, you know, because it was mandated. I got, uh, like, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on getting a booster, but... I did because because uh, of school. I don't really care that much to be honest. It is what it is. Do you uh, what do you say? You personally agree with the mandate itself? I'd say I'm neutral. I think uh, I don't think it should be um, what do you call it forced onto people. But it should I guess they should encourage people to vaccinate, but not force them. Not kick them out of school if they don't take it. I feel like I see why Western board is making this decision. Uh, students coming from all abroad, uh, all across the world, and we all had different vaccines. It's, it's good that we, uh, that, we, that we all get the vaccine. You know, I just feel like schools all need to respect individual choice, I mean, especially when uh, when this virus is not that lethal anymore, so yeah. Many students also disagreed with the mandate, with some providing different reasonings. Against it. Against it. You mind going a little bit more in depth? It's just unnecessary, uh, especially as a first year. Um, like, it's just, it wasn't needed. I don't have it. I don't plan on getting it. Um, all, it's not mandatory for any other schools, first of all. Like, I don't see why we need a mandate, especially. Like, they did it really late after everyone kind of paid, everyone was settled in. So I just, I don't think it's right. <laughs> Somebody said we should get uh, the four sh shot, but I don't think that's very uh, necessary. So I got three shot and everything good, nothing bad. I don't know, maybe we shouldn't ha have like, um, cause I've seen it from like other schools. Maybe we shouldn't have like vaccine mandate that I guess it's, well, it's just like the COVID uh, virus, right? It's, I don't think it's that um lethal and uh, Although people are getting it, I do understand that, but I don't think like a lot of people are like, getting sick, like dying from it. And you've seen from other schools that it's um, proven that um, we don't, they don't need vaccine. So I just um, have like um, a like raw thoughts in my head. I don't think we should need it. With those students against the mandate, most keep their opinions to themselves, fearing backlash for their views. Although five of those students who each held similar opinions with each other decided to do something. And that something is Sue Western University. Western students Tina Gleason, James Donald, Michael Puzo, Ashante Kamara, and Simon Hawk served papers to Western on September 6th in response to the university's new mandates. I had the chance to talk to their lawyer, who's representing them in the lawsuit, and talk with her about the case. My name is Lisa Bildy. Why don't you give, a, give yourself a quick introduction for those who may not know you? Sure. So I'm a lawyer. I work in London, Ontario, and for the last few years I have been devoting most of my time to civil liberties issues. And that, uh, as of course, COVID has filled our landscape that has uh, centered around things like fighting mandates and other um, and lockdowns and things that uh, I, I personally and, and many others view to be uh, infringements of fundamental liberties. Lisa talked more about the lawsuit and what her perspective was on the case. Uh, you mind explaining uh, the case you are currently representing with uh, Western students uh, for those who may not know the case? Sure. So, you know, I've been watching the landscape on 
um, on mandate cases as they've worked their way slowly into the courts. And most of them have not fared very well, in large part because there's been a lot of deference to the experts and authorities that are presented on behalf of governments and, and other institutions. So I thought, well, the better thing to do in this instance might be to steer clear of the science, steer clear of the discussion about the vaccines themselves and their efficacy and so on, and focus on what is another very important issue, which is the violation of privacy rights, which are legislated um, to protect us from institutions, including like Western, from collecting information they have no business collecting. And so our lawsuit uh, uh, examined the, the Freedom of Information and Protection of Privacy Act, which says that institutions cannot collect personal information unless, unless there's basically three exceptions that, uh, that apply. And the first exception is that it's statutorily authorized. And so last year, when we were um, under the Reopening Ontario Act, and we had public health officials telling us that these mandates were recommended and, and you know, should be put in place in, in, at universities. Um, they had a justification under that legislation to do it. And the Reopening Ontario Act actually said you have to follow the advice and recommendations of public health. So, so they had an argument last year, but this year's different because all of those orders under the Reopening Ontario Act were lifted. And so we thought, well, you know, uh, is there any other basis where they might have a right to gather this information about whether you've been vaccinated or not, whether you've had two or five or 10 shots, you know, do they have a right to know any of that about their students? And we, uh, we concluded based on our review of the law that they, they did not, uh, that, that this third exception, so, so they can collect it if it's statutorily authorized or if it's needed for law enforcement, which is not applicable, where the third option is that it's um, necessary for the administration of a lawfully authorized activity. So the lawfully authorized activity, in our view, is providing post-secondary education. Is it necessary in order to provide post-secondary education to gather this information? Well, 22 other universities in Ontario didn't think it was. Fanshawe College across town didn't think it was. Brescia College on the same campus didn't think it was. Lisa talked about her clients' experiences in being publicly against the mandate while on the public side and what it's been like for herself representing a case of this caliber. Well, I mean, first of all, I want to say they were very, very brave to put their names forward on this because, I mean, as I'm sure most people are aware by now, this, this pandemic became very political very quickly. And, and people who don't go with the narrative uh, can often be um, treated very badly. And now, while I don't think that's that's happened for them, uh, that was always a risk. And I think, you know, I give them great credit for stepping up um, on behalf of not just themselves. I mean, they're doing this. They're doing this for all the other students who don't want to have any further um, uh, shots if they if they can avoid it. So, um, you know, how are they feeling? Well, I'm, I mean, I think they're uh, they're all um, determined to see this through and they feel very strongly about their position and they're and they're, you know, they feel that it's important that our institutions do what they're legally entitled to do and not step out of their lane. And, and it really is not appropriate for Western University to be inserting itself into the medical, private medical decisions of its students. Personally, I, I ignore the critics. Um, I have a pretty thick skin and, uh, you know, I, it hasn't stopped me from continuing to represent people who've been harmed by this. I've had a lot of uh, you know, clients who've been trying to stay in school or, or for kids who, you know, and youth to play sports without having to get the shots. Uh, I've had a lot of clients who've lost their jobs or been suspended. Um, so I've just continued to battle for them and do my best and try and be a voice for them. 
it's been hard for a lot of people to find sympathetic voices um, and, and ears to, to hear their concerns. And so I've tried to be that for people. Um, you know, personally, I don't really care what other people think. I feel like I'm I'm on the right side of history on this one. And uh, uh, and, I'm, and I'm trying to encourage people too, to understand that, you know, a lot of people just inherently trust what they're told and did what they thought was right. And I'm not condemning those choices at all. Um, but if they were cruel to others, I think, you know, they're going to have to do a little self-reflection and come to terms with that. And hopefully we can start to heal a little bit as a society and not, um, you not be at each other's throats about this because, uh, you know, we're going to have to move forward somehow and, and everyone's going to have to do a little self-reflection. Lisa also went more into detail on her relationship with the Canadian charitable organization, the Democracy Fund, which was created in 2021 and has financially supported the student's lawsuit against Western and has supported other similar cases. So if this is a fairly new charity that started, I think, in 2021 in response to the fact that there are, were so many uh, perceived civil liberties violations going on through lockdowns and mandates, and um, they wanted to be able to help to uh, fund legal action against those things because a lot of people just don't have the funds to pay for lawyers and uh, uh, you know there's a lot of institutional power on the other side and it gets very costly and and so they wanted to be able to provide a vehicle to to re restore democracy and and civil liberties um, uh, in, in this country so uh, so they are fairly new but I was able to connect with them and see if they would be open to um, you know doing some um, to, to help fund this particular lawsuit. I mean, we've got students fighting a, a big university, so it's not like they have tons of money, mostly. Um, and, and they were very gracious in stepping up, and they provided a, a co-counsel for me who has been quite helpful as well. And uh, so that's been the nature of the partnership. We just are, um, they're, they're, they're helping to pay the bills, and they're providing some additional um, manpower on the file. The most recent update in the lawsuit was when the presiding judge in the case ruled in favor of Western. Justice Kelly Trinkelli said that she believed that Western was acting the good of the student population and public. Lisa talked more about the loss and what her next steps were going forward after losing and what the future may hold for the case. Are your hopes for the outcome of a, vic uh, of a win in your uh, corner? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, all we're asking for is that Western not collect this information. I mean, nobody's looking for money or any other damages, even though, you know, this has obviously been very stressful to a lot of students, many of whom didn't know until after they had committed to Western, maybe they passed up other opportunities, they paid their tuition, they booked, you know, rented apartments, bought all their supplies, and then they find out they have to get this third shot, which they didn't want, and that nobody else is requiring. So now they're stuck, right? Um, so really, Although there have been a lot of harms from this policy, um, all we're asking for is a declaration that they're not allowed to collect this information. And we also ask for an injunction that they be prohibited from, from that collection so that, and that they destroy the information that they've already collected. So, um, so that's the teeth to the declaration. But, but that's all we're asking for. And uh, certainly we hope that the Court of Appeal will, will understand that the case law that already exists on this legislation um, 
it, you know, we thought that it was pretty solidly on our side on this. So it's just going to be important for a higher court to look at it and, and see if we were right or if Western was right on this. But it's a pretty narrow legal argument. Similar cases of that, too. The Western students have also faced similar fates across Canada. I finished off my interview with Lisa by asking her thoughts about what she would say to a Western student that holds similar opinions to that of the students in the case. So what do you say to them? Mm -hmm. Well, I just want them to know that they aren't alone. There are a lot of people who are concerned about this. And, um, you know, if you feel very strongly that you shouldn't have one of these shots, and again, if you, if you want to have them, all the power to you. But if you don't, don't feel pressured to, to do it because you're going to feel badly afterwards if you've been, you know, sort of forced to do something against your conscience. That's an important thing we used to kind of care about in this country and protect. Um, acting against your conscience is a, is an important and, and concerning thing. So, you know, find your find your wherewithal to stand up against it in, in your own way. And maybe that means if we aren't successful, maybe that means you take a little break and you come back another year or you go to another institution. But uh, don't let yourself get pushed around to doing something that you don't feel comfortable doing. With the court ruling in Western's favor, they are set to continue their vaccination mandate while also lengthening the deadlines for students and faculty to get their boosters to January 9th, while also keeping their mask mandate in place until December 23rd, and will get rid of it outright if COVID cases have not risen by then. I'll be continuing to follow along with the suit whichever way it goes in the coming months. I'm Ibrahim Rash, this is Almost 107, thanks for listening.